Welcome to West of the Midwest, a podcast where this brother and sister share our experiences in life and how we grow along the way. Join us as we dive into the mind-blowing differences between the Pacific Northwest and Midwest cultures, people, health, politics, and more. No topic is off limits here. So sit back and relax as we hit the road. Vroom, vroom. Welcome to a special edition of West to the Midwest. I'm your host, Fozzie Dad. Ashley is out on sabbatical, so I had an awesome idea that we would bring on um, her nephews, a couple of my sons, to help host this week and have a really fun like video game Super Bowl uh, episode. So without further ado, I'll introduce you to the B-Nager. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's see. I own a YouTube channel on YouTube called The Beanager. It's spelled B-N-A-G-E-R. You know? Um, I usually do gaming content over there. It's supposed to be funny most of the time. Supposed to be? Yeah. Yeah? Do people think it's pretty funny, though? Yeah, I don't know what they think unless they comment. Yeah. And we have Broccoli Hater. That's me. My name. It's probably not that, but whatever. <laughs> you love broccoli? Uh, that, that's a tough debate to make there. <laughs> Not not a fan of broccoli, then. Not even close. All right. Our uh, first segment today is positive news. So today we learned that a child naturalist discovered a giant new stick bug. And he got to name the bug. We're going to try to name this. We're going to try to say this name. So... Uh, who's going to go first? You. Me? Yes, you. All right, here we go. Filium Gardabagusi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how well I did. It, that's that's all I got. <laughs> who's next? Come on. Filium Gardabagus. All right. <laughs> what about you? Philium um, guard, uh, philium guard, uh, philium guard, uh, bagusi. <laughs> I think we all agreed on the philium, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the one. Yeah, so I guess this kid like found this big giant stick bug and we're still discovering things in 2024. So that's pretty cool. Nice to like, let the kid. Name it, you know? It's kind of unheard of. I want to name stuff. Right? Discover things. You can name your toys. Trademark everything. (laughs) Well, that's fun. Alright, so our next segment is going to be our video game segment, led by the teenager. Mm -hmm. What games do you have for us to learn about today? Um, well, the first of the two is a personal favorite of mine. 
I got it at Christmas. It's after seeing it on a Target for Sales ad because it looked <laughs> cool. Um, this game is gonna be Pikmin Three Deluxe. What system is that on? The Nintendo Switch. On the Switch. Yep. All right. Tell us a little bit about it. So, you're these these little captain guys that are like two inches tall. Oh, and they they mysteriously crash onto the planet, it known as PNF four hundred four, or and then all th all three of the people that were on the ship were separated. You find an alien species on this planet known as Pikmin, which are loyal buddies that you can pluck out of the ground to help you do your tasks. They live in the ground? No. No. They live in these they live in these like bulbous this areas called an onion. They live in an onion, okay. Mm-hmm. And you pick them out of the ground? Like a weed? Well, you only pick them out of the ground because the onion is being fed nutrients to produce more Pikmin, such as, like, um, pellet posies, which produce pellets, which produce Pikmin, or defeating an enemy and bringing it back to the onion. To feed to the onion? Yeah. The onion eats the enemy? Yeah, and then produces Pikmin based on how, <laughs> based on like how big it is. So you kill the enemy and stick it in the ground and feed it to an, a plant to grow these things that then do what? You can order them to do a bunch of, of tasks that would otherwise be impossible without them. And one of those tasks happens to be the one of the most important of them. Which is gathering fruit. Alright, so where's the, all the fun come in? Well, the fun actually comes in, in strategizing because, well, you see, you have a limited amount of food, so, so you have to work quickly in between different tasks before, ask, so you can gather fruit to get more fruit juice so you can last longer but then and also progress within the story so it's got puzzles to it as well yeah there's also puzzles do you do uh, have you ever done any of the challenges that I've seen about this game depends on your definition of challenges like where they challenge themselves to like make things harder on themselves not really. So different challenge on a different game. But yeah. you haven't, in this specific one, you haven't taken on any challenges yet. Yeah, not really. Hmm. All right. And then, How long did it take you to beat this thing? So, um, well, I actually didn't beat it until, like, sometime, sometime last year, or, like, before school started. Because um, back when I, I did first get the game and did get to the final area, uh, I would go through. But then the 
the atmosphere just felt creepy in a way, like with the music that was playing. And then whenever the enemy, whenever the big enemy got close to you, there would be like alarms ringing, and you would have and you would have to do puzzles at the same time. And at the time, I wasn't really the person to split captains. I just wanted it all together, so so I see everything at the same time, which is against what this game was about, which is multitasking. Okay. So it took you a little longer. Yeah. To beat? Mm-hmm. How many hours would you say, like, total? Do you remember? Um, I'm not sure. I'd say around 20 hours so in the game. That's a good Maybe. Amount. Yeah, maybe forty. Forty to get all the things. Do all the. Yeah, I actually got all the fruit you could find in the game. Huh. All right, good job. Which led to the good ending. Oh, different endings now, huh? Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. So, for someone deciding between the different Pikmin games, this is the one you would suggest to be the best one. Or well, this well personally, it's personally what I think it's the best. They're not certainly one that one would start out with. Okay. There's another key aspect in this game that I liked a lot that I didn't find in any of the other games. What's that? The boss battles. Yeah, and specifically, like, what about them? Well, the boss battles. Well, one of the uh, details about the boss battles was that they felt more introduced in a way. This was, they would like get their own big cutscene before the whole fight started. Oh, so you like that part of it, the theatrics? Mm hmm. And the envi- environment would also help fit with the boss. Okay. Cool. Then what I liked the most about the boss battles was like the puzzle as the like the more puzzle aspects in the bosses. Hmm. All right. Like the even the first boss is somewhat of, of a puzzle. You have to break its armor, or before you you can attack its fleshy inside. Oh, so you have to you have to work towards. Actually causing damage. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, that sounds like a fun game. Yeah. What else you got for us? Well, this one is a more recent release. It's called Pokemon Violet. And that's on... The Nintendo Switch. Okay. I see a theme here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Pokemon Violet... Is is a is the newest generation of Pokemon seen in the ninth generation where we are introduced to the new region called Paldea, which introduce which each region kind of introduces like new Pokemon and a new battle gimmick, and then this one actually introduced the first open world well Pokemon game where you just didn't really have to like load in and 
in and out when you went through a route or a town. Oh, it's seamless? Yeah. So you'll go from place to place and it just totally preloads? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that's cool. What's your favorite Pokemon in the whole game so far? Well, it's actually kind of tough to choose a favorite since I like a lot of Pokemon layers. And the DLC only it introduces more to like. Do you have like a top three? Let's see, top three. Well, I do have a favorite starter. It was actually introduced in Paldea. It's it's the grass ass starter called Meowscarada. Meowscarada? Yeah. You have to say the meow part. It's not mouse, brother. Nope. Okay. <laughs> like, n- not only does it does its typing, and like kind of give you an advantage over a bunch of the major- majority of the fights, but its signature move is kind of broken. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's that? It's called Flower Trick. Ex- it basically. It's a, it's a flower bomb with seventy base power. It always hits. It always crits. Hmm. And crits are usually like a four out of a hundred or something. Oh, it's a standard. It's four percent, but this is a hundred percent. Yep. And this move bypasses as any any defense buffs. Oh, all right. It's like if a Pokemon on in battle went to put a a move like Iron Defense, like a whole six turns, that wouldn't affect how Flower Trick goes. So if you were to give your viewers or listeners some advice on how to start this game, like if they're going to jump in, never played a Pokemon game ever, what would you suggest they do? Well, here's the thing. This this is also the only Pokemon game to introduce multiple routes you can take. Like, you can take on all the gyms to become Pokemon champion. And um, you can help up someone named Arvin and, like, get a special plant called Herba Mystica, which is... Very good for the ride Pokemon you get early on. More about that in a bit. Or you can and take on the evil team of the region and take them down. Team Rocket? Nope. Team Star. Team Star. Okay. So different, different evil team. Yeah, there's a different evil team for every region. Okay. Do you have any good advice for our listeners? as they attempt to tackle this behemoth of a fun game? Um, well... If you're trying to go through all the routes and 100% complete the game, as a person normally does, like I, I would suggest taking on the bug gym leader, Katie, first. Because she's the weakest... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. To start? Yeah. Katie, you're going down. 
then next <laughs> next would be the Titan Cloth, which is introduced in the route where you help your buddy Arvin get the special plants called Herba Mystica. It's also the weakest of the Titans. Okay. Cool. Yeah, sounds like fun. Did you beat it yet? Yeah. How many times? Once. Are you on your second playthrough? No. Not yet. <laughs> Are you on to a different Pokemon here? No. I know it's Pokemon. Pokemon sounds like fun. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's great. Our listeners are probably going to really enjoy it. I hope they reach out to you, ask for, you know, ask questions. If they have questions, definitely get a hold of the Beanager online. We'll go ahead and drop a link um, on our Instagram and just point everybody in his direction. If you have any questions, let us know. So our next section of the podcast is going to be headed off by Broccoli Hater. I would say he's kind of a fan of the NFL, like a, a little bit, you know, like, he, you know. Are you sure about that? <laughs> How would you describe your love of the game? A burning passion for the sport that is football. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, tell us, uh, what do you got in store for us here? Well, this was certainly an interesting season. The Carolina Panthers had a rough go, only having two wins and three different head coaches. Oh, three? Yeah, and they just got their footing. Ouch. Um, let's see. The playoffs were certainly exciting. The Lions almost had a great story, but they just fell short of the 49ers. The 40 winers. Ugh. Yuck. <laughs> and the Chiefs pulled through after having all the hate about them not being able to catch the ball. But Oh man, Mahomes. The last half of the season was rough. But that also meant they had to take down the Baltimore Ravens. So Lamar Jackson will just have to wait. Yeah, that was that was a good game for sure. And also Zay Flowers has gotta stop being acting like he's better. Because like he tried he wanted to try, but he didn't. He lost his team the championship. Failed to try. <laughs> Ouch. Rough gophers. Flowers. Well, hope he has a better season next season. Well, tell us a little bit about what you think is going to happen in the Super Bowl. Pretty exciting, huh? Super Bowl. Niners versus the Swifties. Ford Winers versus the Chiefs. <laughs> the Swifties. Oh man. Uh, what's your? Do you have a favorite Taylor Swift song? You're not a Swiftie. Are you a Swifty? No. No. As no. much as I, I like, I like for Lady Gaga. Okay. Well, my for my Super Bowl predictions. Um, as much as I want the 49ers to lose, I think they're gonna fall short, thirty-one to twenty-four. Who will? The Chiefs are gonna fall short. Oh, 
Ouch. What are the players going to do? What do you think? Um, I think Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes will have very similar stats. I think they're both going to be around 15 to 20 completions of 20 to 25 attempts. Um, Purdy, I say 225 yards to 275 yards. And Mahomes, I say 200 to 250 yards. And I think they both throw two touchdowns and one pick. So you think they're that's going to be a pretty heavy offensive game? Yes. But I also, but Brock Purdy and Patrick Mahomes, although they have very similar stats, I think the running backs are going to win this one for San Francisco. I say Christian McCaffrey has 20 to 25 carries for 100 to 150 yards and two touchdowns. Oh, I hope you're wrong. Because <laughs> the Chiefs have really struggled on their rush defense. They're um, 17th in the league, just under half. Ooh, ouch. Um, Isaiah Pacheco, I say he gets 15 to 20 carries for 75 to 100 yards and a touchdown. So we're really hoping the 49ers players stub their toe before they play the game and they have to go out for the game. Yes. That's what we're hoping. It's going to be a pretty hard toe stub. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, You're man. Gonna, gonna miss out on the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have score? Do you know what the score? Do you think you know what the score is going to be at the half? I think the halftime score, Chiefs are going to be leading 17 to 10. Oh, so you think they're going to push hard in the beginning, but the Niners are going to come back and wind their way. We know <laughs> the 49ers have always come in clutch at the end. It, they did against the Packers and the Lions in the playoffs. I'm so sick of rooting against them and having them win. I'm, it's disgusting. <laughs> and then the Chiefs are also really struggling on their second half points, even in the playoffs. Okay. We know against the Ravens, they had a 17 to 7 halftime lead and they won that game 17 to 10. Didn't score a single second half point. Okay. So you're thinking they're going to struggle? Yes. Uh,. What do you think is going to be kind of some of the key deciders? I think Debo Samuel is going to be the lead receiver for the 49ers. Okay. Because not only is he a good receiver, he's a good rusher. And as I've already mentioned, Chiefs struggle against rushes. Okay. I think Samuel is going to have 5 to 10 receptions for 50 to 100 yards. And I also think he'll have 5 to 10 rushes for 50 to 100 yards and a touchdown. <laughs> I hope you're wrong. <laughs> if you can't already tell, I am a Mahomes fan. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. I can't stand the Winers. The Winers can fall on their face for all I care. <laughs> Also, I made a mistake earlier. I said Brock Purdy was going to throw two touchdowns. I actually think he's going to throw one. One? Okay. Key factors in um, some of the challenges with holding on the ball? or um, I think they're going to have a pretty 
decent time holding on to the ball. The only the player I would say is most likely to fumble would maybe be Travis Kelsey. Oh, watch out. We're going to get the Swifty hate. I think the lead receiver for the Kansas City Chiefs, though, is going to be Rishi Rice. With 5-10 to 10 receptions for 75 to 100 yards and a touchdown. Okay. And... Think they'll face any other challenges? The official. Oh, how? The official for this Super Bowl is the same official who hosted the Rams versus Saints championship game where there was the BS pass interference call. <laughs> the no call. The no that ended the Saints Super Bowl chances and sent the Rams to the Super Bowl to lose to the Patriots. Do so you think there's going to be some personnel issues on the officiating side? Yes. I think there will be two BS calls. Throughout? Okay. Total garbage calls. Obviously, missed calls are going to be a thing. Yes. But first, a pass interference. Like, if he didn't call that against the Rams, is he really going to call an actual easy pass interference. And then I think there's going to be a BS rough in the passer. Hmm. Because right. in four seasons, the official who's officiating the Super Bowl has called one, one rough in the passer. And we know Patrick Mahomes likes to scramble and find time, so that's not going to be great for him. Especially when he always fishes for those calls when he gets hit too hard. And finally, I think the MVP of Super Bowl 58 is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Oh, dang. What are you, a Winers fan, or What? Well, if I think the Winners are going to win the Super Bowl, then the MVP's going to be a 49. Oh, You're saying it can't be someone on the other team? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm Even saying. Even though it's individual effort versus collective effort? I'm saying Chiefs win 33-28. to 28. Patrick Mahomes takes the MVP. And the winners go home packing, crying in their soup. <laughs> That's what I hope that, happens. That would, be, that would be a pretty exciting clutch win. It would be crazy to the end. I really hope this game goes to the end. Like it's like the last two minutes craziness. Nobody knows what's going to happen. Like I, real football, right? Like I, I can already tell you right now. If it's the whiners I had the whole time, I'm going to hang out with friends and just talk and hang out and party. Like, we're not going to watch the game much. <laughs> well, but if it's a close game, man, it's going to be good. Like last Super Bowl? Yeah, it's going to be good. That was a tough one. It's going to be intense. I just hope the whiners lose. Thank you. Hey, I, Me too. I want them to lose, <laughs> but I don't think the Chiefs have it in them. After, oh. after my research. Well, speaking of a little bit of your research, so we had, this year we did um, 
fantasy football, right? This yes. was your first season? My first season. Was this your first season, too? No, it's my second. Second? And how did your team end up in the end? Eighth place. Out of? Ten. Ouch. Okay. How about you, buddy? Um, In my first season, I got third out of ten. Oh, nice. <laughs> I almost got first, but I dropped Young Way Koo in the semifinals, and he played really good. And the kicker that I did pick up played really bad. Well, don't say anything about what I told you, Koo. <laughs> Koo is awesome, man. It's not like my team did any better. What was I like? You were seventh. Seventh? Yeah. I was like fighting for sixth. Who do you think is going to um, get first round draft next year? If my Super Bowl predictions are correct, then CMC probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's a running back. Like, even if my predictions are wrong, he still has a pretty good chance to be drafted first. He had a really good fantasy season this year. We have a 10-team league, which seems to kind of be like the right amount of people, right? We typically have, like, one or two people towards the end that, like, kind of fall off, aren't really doing good, so they kind of give up, like, in the middle, right? Yeah. And then, I think you, are you going to do your own team next year, or are you going to partner with Grandpa again? I don't think I want to be in there anymore. Oh, okay. You're going to pass the torch to Grandpa? Probably. No fun. Pretty sure Grandpa held the torch that entire time. I know I'm going to teach you how to take over the commissioner someday. Yeah. That'll be good. Well, and that's something we're talking about too is um next season when football starts, um, and he's going to give us a weekly or weekly recap of you know what's what's happening, what's upcoming, what to look out for, which players to grab on your fantasy and things like that. So it's gonna be a really fun segment for us on West of the Midwest. All right. Well that wraps us for our football segment we're gonna wrap up with west to the midwest so we moved here what about 20 months ago 21 months ago something like that yeah probably and you're in your second winter and it kind of feels like spring right uh-huh. <laughs> it's like been like, pretty warm this i was winter. expecting more frozen over lakes yeah me too yeah i, I want to go snowshoeing yeah, I've been spending recess running around in my shorts and t-shirt. I believe it. It's been warm, like yeah. 40s, like warm. It's not, it's not cold. <laughs> I'm used to, or I, I want to be used to like 20s and, you know, zero or negative, you know. Yeah, would be nice. How dare nice. global warming, global warm up. Although we did get to experience a blizzard this year. That was different. Yep. It was very different, right? I, I think you went and played in it. You played it. Oh man, I paid him to shovel the deck. You paid, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's right. Broccoli didn't want to shovel the deck, so I was like, "Well, fine, I'll do it for you," because I'd already shoveled the whole driveway and walkway and everything. Thank God, teenager over here shoveled the entrance. That was crazy. I think I shoveled two or three times that day. That was cool. It's fun. Thankfully, I have a snowblower, so. Yeah, so that's kind of a a major difference, right? Is like the weather's typically a lot different here. What do you like more about the Midwest than the West? 
the prices. Okay. Yeah. Everything's a lot cheaper, so we can do more stuff. Cost of living, things are more in reach. We're able to afford to be able to go and do some fun things with the family. What do you like more about it here than Culver's? Culver's? Yes! All right, for someone who has never been to the Midwest and has never had Culver's, what is Culver's? So Culver's is is like a, a so, so it's a burger restaurant and with great delicacies of burgers and great varieties too. And they have delicious custard, which is basically somewhat of a milkier ice cream, I think. Like a creamier, creamy ice cream? Yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah. They have something called flavor of the day. What is that? Yeah, well, basically every day, it Culver's puts up some flavor, or, and it kind of like changes daily, like turtle pecan or something. It's just turtle dove. There's like caramel pecan. Those are two different things. You like the the variety then that that brings? Yeah. Because they don't have every single kind every day. Yeah. But they do switch it up. I really, I think one of my favorites was the... I think it stopped recording for a second. Was the strawberry cheesecake. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, I like caramel. There's the caramel. That's your favorite. No, Salty. Just, just, any girl. Any girl. <laughs> What's yours? I don't really have a favorite. I like them all. You like them all. Okay. I like them all. What's your favorite burger there? I'm going to say mushroom and Swiss. Okay. That's a good one. No, it's not. What about yeah, you? It's creamy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like double patty bake. No, double patty plain. Bacon cheeseburger. Plain. Plain. That's the key ingredient. Plain. No condiments. <laughs> yeah. just, just bacon. No cheese. Plain bacon double cheeseburger. Yeah. Meats and cheese and bread. <laughs> hey, to each their own. Um, let's see. My favorite burger there. So, mini. Winnie joined us here. She's in the studio. Our kitty, our pretty kitty, pretty calico. Are you just taking over? Are you? Oh, you're just loving everyone. <laughs> She's a good cat. She is a little crazy. She's not. She's a little crazy. Um, so I would, so my favorite burger, if money is no object there, I really like their double cheese. Like, their their butter burger, double cheese butter burger is so good. But if I'm looking to get something for a, a good value, I typically will get the kids meal with the burger because the burger's the same size as a full size meal, a little bit less like on the on the sides. But you get decent sides, right? With the kids meal, you get uh, like a fries. You usually get like a chocolate milk or some sort of drink and you get a custard, right? And then a lot of times you get an extra custard on your bag for later. They can come back and have another one. 
So I really like that because it's a, it's a good value. I can, you know, we can afford to, you know, take the kids and go and have kids meals and, and not totally break the bank. So that's, that's something I really like about Culver's. It's local. People are happy to work there. It's fresh. It's made to order, you know, and it's just, it's a fun place to go. Right. Yeah. 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 And we do not get paid by Culver's to say this. We're just fans. Like we just, we love Culver's. It's just a fun, fun place to spend with the family on a, on a weekend. Um, well, that's your, that's some likes. So what is different here that you don't necessarily like that you, that's different from the West coast? I don't like all the farms. Cause it's like really smelly. Smelly farms. <laughs> <laughs> Cow manure. Okay. Like, whenever we're driving home on the bus, we always pass a farm, and everyone has to, like, cut, plug their noses because there's always cow manure smell. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I know that we live next to a lot of farms. Like, literally, like, everywhere you look around, there's farms, right? We are in the country. So, smelliness. What about you? Um, I don't... I guess I don't really like the weather. I like all the rain we had. And I was kind of kind of smelled nice, you know? Okay. And you miss the smell of the rain, the different smells. I was prom. I was promised that what we lacked in, it was what at the Midwest lacked in rain had gained in its snowy weather. And global warming seems to prevent that from happening. So you like the, yeah, you like weather and the topography and yeah and everything there i so i really like the people here the people are a lot nicer a lot easier to make friends very family oriented just kinder right and they're running around a lot less quickly they're they're running around but not in such a quick pace that they just are rude right um i really like that one thing i i definitely dislike is how flat it is it is flat Everywhere we are right here, it's so flat. They, they said, I was told there was a ski mountain. It's not a mountain. I drove by it. It's a hill. There's no mountain there. They call it a mountain. It's the biggest mountain they've got. It's nothing. It's a little hill, but so that's that's probably my my biggest dislike of of the differences there. And I, I do miss the the big tall mountains and the trees and the. You know the hills and just just all the uh, topography changes. Yeah, back in the West Coast. So. Yeah, I have a couple things to say. I dislike how many Packer fans there are. <laughs> Do not insist. <laughs> okay, but okay, but there is some hope out there. Today, I was walking to class, and there was a fifth grader in the library with a DK Metcalf jersey. Ooh, nice. DK. Yeah, that's awesome. He's he's crazy. He's cool. Yeah, and um during a science class once, we had to put something that is like a long period of rain or snowfall and a short period of rain or snowfall. And for long I put snow in Wisconsin and for short I put rain in Wisconsin. <laughs> like ten minutes. Yeah, for sure. That's We've seen some really cool thunderstorms here, though. Really pretty. 
I like the fireworks here. A lot of fireworks. It's really fun to, everybody wants to light up fireworks for all the things, right? Graduation, fireworks, birthday, fireworks, 4th of July, fireworks. We have a lot of fireworks to burn. A lot fireworks. of fireworks. Yep. New Year's for sure. That's fun. They, they get a home run at the baseball game, fireworks. They win the baseball game, fireworks. They lose the baseball game, fireworks. <laughs> they don't make it to the Super Bowl, fireworks. fireworks. <laughs> oh, that's fun. They simply make it to the playoffs, fireworks all around. Well, so in conclusion, what are your hopes for the next season of your life here? Like coming into spring and summer. Like, what do you hope to get out of this year? I hope that I start my YouTube channel. Okay. So I can get on the internet and start posting some of the information that is crammed inside of here. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. That's good hope. How about you, buddy? Well, not necessarily for summer and spring, but definitely for, like, af after high school. Like, I hope to get, get into the UW Stout College. Yep. Because it's got, uh, like, a course that I want to take. I heard it was the only one in the world, I believe. One of the most prestigious uh, gaming colleges. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty close to us, too. That'll be good. That's mm -hmm. a fun hope. Yeah. Well, I have lots of hopes and aspirations for you guys. I hope that... We continue to grow together as a family, and I hope that uh, with your mom's new job, that things go really good there for her, and she continues to enjoy it. I hope that my work continues to grow exponentially and just really uh, becomes just a, an amazing blessing for everybody there that works there and all the families that are connected. And I hope that we get to see your sister. And she comes and visits. Yeah, a lot of hopes. And that me and your mom have a great time with the upcoming birthdays. I know that you've got her birthday coming up, so that'll be really fun. Yeah. But I'm stoked for Super Bowl. I, I hope the Chiefs win, baby. <laughs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for the, enjoying this special time with us through... The challenges of getting these things recorded. Uh, we know it's not always on schedule, but we are super grateful for you guys tuning in. If you have any ideas for future episodes, we're looking for ideas and fun um, one-offs that we can do, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. Take care, everybody. I also have a warning. Beware the internet if Taylor Swift wins the Grammys and Travis Kelsey wins the Super Bowl. Goodbye. See ya. Goodbye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the ride. Glad we didn't crash. If you have any feedback or ideas for future episodes, we'd love to hear from you on our social media. Please leave us a review on Spotify or wherever you podcast. 